Why Google Needs to Figure Out Mobile Ads Yesterday on this tech edition of Industry Focus. Greetings, fools. I am Sean O'Reilly, joining you here from beautiful Alexandria, Virginia at Fool Headquarters. To my left is the incomparable Dylan Lewis. How are you today, sir? Doing all right. Having a nice day so far. Fighting a little cold, though. Get Fighting your halls. a little cold. I'll try Get to make halls. it through the podcast. As long as you have some water, you'll be all right. Yeah. Um, so uh, I hate to make talk a lot right now, <laughs> but uh, lots of big news in the, even the, just the past month alone from uh, what we'll call the land of Google, I guess. Uh, and I just wanted to, first and foremost, let the audience know what the highlights were. Yeah, so uh, month to the day. Starting, of course, with Mobilegeddon. Yes. It's uh, been a pretty interesting uh, past month in terms of recent developments for Google. Uh, you look back at around April 22nd, 2015, that was the first day post. And we talked about that a week later, if anybody remembers. Yeah. And uh-huh. it wasn't that bad? Like- no. Uh, so, I mean, Mobilegeddon was the uh, search engine algorithm kind of update that Google uh, had told people well ahead that they were going to initiate. And basically, um, it was going to be an update to mobile rankings, and it would ding uh, sites that were not as mobile-friendly. And so, you know, they were looking for dynamic sites that had uh, well-optimized desktop and mobile experiences. So if you're not optimized for smartphones, you're in trouble. Yeah. And so... Thankfully, most people are, apparently. Right. And I think, uh, you know, this was something mainstream media was reporting on a ton. Uh, The impact might have been a little overstated. Uh, I've seen, you know, in some of the aftermath, and now that people are actually looking at the net of what the change was. It wasn't all that impactful. I wonder if that's because if you're searching for something, even if they aren't the world's greatest mobile site, if you're searching for something, you're searching for something no matter what. And you're going to word your query in such a way to get kind of what you want. I think there's that. And even if you're not totally mobile friendly, if you are the authority on something, right. Google can only uh, ding you so much for right. that. You know, yeah. like at the end of the day, like it's still their search product that they're giving. Right. So. It, is a, it is a very long formulaic algorithm and not one thing. So, yeah. yeah. So there was Mulgeddon, uh, and that was late April. And then in early May, uh, and this is something we talked about on the show, Google announced its uh, place and order um, mobile experience. Is that how you bought your bike? <laughs> no, it was a Craigslist purchase. Okay, fine. <laughs> oh, my God. And so... You know that founder went to my college, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was your commencement speaker, speaker right? God. He showed up in sandals, and anyway. Yeah, that, that's very <laughs> tech. Um so Google rolled out this place and order feature. And so uh, searching Google um, for food, drink, something like that on your phone, uh, you'll see an option to place an order. It's just a button you can hit. Um, <laughs> and the the idea here is rather than have that extra step of hitting call and you know making the call on your phone and being off of data's, uh, of Google's service, uh, you would be still in their full suite of functionality, and uh, they're partnering up with like Seamless and Grubhub and a couple other companies to deliver that. And so another interesting thing to note here is uh, this is something they're offering on mobile, not desktop. And so uh, if you want some more information on that, look back at our show archives and you can hear a bit more. Then most recently, uh, last week, Wall Street Journal reported uh, Google was interested in rolling out a buy button on some of the shopping results that uh, they're showing. And so they really want to go after Amazon. Yeah. Like that has always stuck with me. They consider Amazon their biggest competition. And this, so. it seems like uh, this is directly going after Amazon and eBay. Yeah. Um, and if you're starting to notice a trend here, interesting thing is this is mobile exclusive. Um, and so uh, the button, the buy button, will accompany sponsored or paid results, not organic search traffic. Um, 
if shoppers choose to click on the buy buttons, uh, they'll be taken to another product page that's operated by Google uh, to complete purchases. Um, Google is allowing shoppers to input payment credentials, such as their credit card number, things like that. And then they will store all of that data and allow it to be auto-loaded for future purchases. Much like Amazon. I was just thinking, like, if they consider Amazon their competition, why are they just doing this mobile? But I think maybe they're throwing the towel, acknowledging, okay, if you're looking for a product and you're looking for the price and you're on a PC, you're probably going to go to Amazon and there's nothing we can do to change that. So this is a punt towards the future of mobile or something. Yeah, and I think when you look at these three developments, what you see is all of them are extremely mobile-oriented. Man. Um, and there's a reason for that. Uh, you know, it, it seems like for all of Google's strength, and you see these growing revenue numbers uh, quarter over quarter, mobile might start to be an issue for them. Yeah. So it's actually interesting, interesting you bring that up. Uh, I popped over to Comscore that has a bunch of awesome data on how many users there are on the internet, basically. Um, fun fact, uh, the human species is about, what, seven and a half, eight billion people. Um, less than two are online. It's very sad. Really? But, um, yeah. So, according to them, last year, um, mobile caught up big time, and last year was an inflection point where they both kind of matched each other about 1.7 billion active uh, number of global users. And mobile's just kept on trucking, and uh, we don't I, you know, have exact data as of, you know, late may 2015 but it's just under two billion people they're using the internet on their smartphones and it's desktops still hanging out at 1.7 billion and then you head over to google's latest quarterly results that came out a few weeks ago and i i love this because it's so funny um granted i'm going to preface this their revenues were up 19 percent over the same quarter last year like they're still killing it right but uh, if you look to the quarter of the lease, there is this nice little chart, and aggregate cost per clip down 7% over the same quarter last year. Cost per click on Google websites down 13%, and cost per click for Google network members' websites up uh, just 2%. So they're making it up on volume big time because the revenues were up 19%, but like the cost to you know people that advertise on Google, it's going down. Yeah. And that's Pretty and much think, due to mobile. <laughs> and I think uh, an important thing to note here is this isn't a one-off. Uh, if you look at the previous quarter, uh, CPC was down yeah. 3%. Too. This has been going on for, what, a year? I don't know. Yeah. So this is something that's ongoing um, and definitely something to be concerned about. Um, and so uh, you look at what Google said in their conference calls, and you know they're saying this is related to uh, YouTube primarily. So uh, CFO Patrick Pichette said, uh, so many commentators are incorrectly assuming that the growth trends in our sites, clicks, and CPCs are primarily due to difficulties monetizing search on mobile. That's just not the case. Uh, And according to him, CPC is actually rising overall. However, uh, he thinks analysts are overlooking the variable of advertising on YouTube. And... uh, how do they know I skip all the ads? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so they've been rolling out something with, I think, their top 100 um, YouTube advertisers at, you know, called TrueView. And so I believe the payments only work out if the full 30-second spot is viewed. Interesting. And so uh, he's attributing the drop-off to that. However, all the analysts that I'm reading uh, are yeah. saying we think it's mobile related. I get that and you know YouTube in and of itself as my I understand it it uh, it breaks even as a business. I mean it's cool to own and lots of fun and we all use it but I mean they just pay these people a penny per view so whatever but um, I noticed that they do not talk they don't parse out their mobile 
search results or anything in these quarterly reports, and it's kind of annoying. Yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of damning. <laughs> it <laughs> is. It's like, oh, if you're not talking about it, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, anytime something's behind the curtain, you're like, oh, like if, if this was a good thing, you'd, pay, you'd be pay, putting it up on a pedestal. Pay, pay no attention to the mobile results behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the company said recently, uh, search on mobile devices now outnumber those on personal computers in 10 countries, including the U.S. and Japan. So, so it's it's obviously an issue. Um, and now you look at these three things we highlighted, uh, you know, the Google Buy button, uh, Google Place an Order, and the mobile update, and say, okay, like, how does how do these updates, how do these features get at that? And right. How are they addressing this issue? Um, in my mind, they all drive at simplifying and streamlining mobile experience. And, you know, like, one of the biggest criticisms of mobile browsing, and I think why people generally don't see the payoff with their ad dollars, is it's wonky to use. Um, yeah. You know, so you don't really want to put in your credit card payment information on a tiny screen. Right. Um, and people are generally, like, able to just quick scroll through things with the thumb. So, uh, you know, I think one of the things that I really like about the buy button is that Google's storing payment information. Which is a big advantage for me with Amazon. I don't have to do this whole dance of entering my credit card information. They know I'm Sean O'Reilly. I've logged in with my email. It remembers me as long as I don't kill all my cookies. And... I can. I, I bought a bike helmet the other day. It took me like thirty seconds. Yeah, it was no problem, and uh, that's incredible. And it, it, I think it's a much better value proposition for advertisers to say, "Hey, we're eliminating as much friction as we possibly can uh, in the customer experience." And we are considered the internet in some countries, so yeah. there's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see with that. It, it'll be kind of interesting. So, what's the the end game here for Google investors and shareholders and everybody? Like, is this is uh, I think you have to be happy that they're they're, trying. they're setting these things out there. And you look at what they did with uh, the mobile update. You know, Google is more or less the internet standard. Yeah. Know? So especially when it comes to search, so um, they're able to say this is what we want from sites. Yeah. And sites more or less have to follow. Right. So uh, they they have a lot of clout there, <laughs> but um, it is a little concerning. I wonder how the buy button and the credit card stuff will work, because a lot of the mobile growth, obviously, is uh, developing nations leapfrogging the internet infrastructure that we have here and just using their phones. I mean, like, that's why they made the iPhone 6 Plus so big, is because a lot of people in Southeast Asia, for example, they're using their iPhone 6 Plus as their computer. So I'm wondering how that will fit into that, because, I don't know, you kind of need a credit card for that, you know, situation, but... Yeah, I think it's a good thing to continue to watch, um... So I know Google's going to be uh, switching out their CFO. Uh, Pichette's stepping down. Uh, I think he's retiring. He's kind of an older guy. So it'll be interesting to see if their diction changes at all yeah. in the conference calls or if that stays the same and the company line is still, um, this is YouTube and we're not going to get too into mobile's financials. But if you start to see them parse that out, then... Well, I, they'll only do that if it turns out well. It'll be like, <laughs> yeah. it'll be like uh, AWS with Amazon. Like yeah. they said, oh, yeah, we have net cash flows from this. Boom, stock goes up. Yeah. So we'll see. Man, very good. Well, thanks for your thoughts, Dylan. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, fools. And that is it for us. Before we go, I wanted to make our listeners aware of a special offer for all industry-focused listeners. It is a subscription to Motley Fool's top-performing stock advisor newsletter. You will get two stock picks a month from our team of analysts. Head over to focus.fool.com to learn more about the special offer. Once again, that is focus.fool.com. As always, people on this program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against those stocks. Don't buy or sell anything based solely on what you hear on this program. For Dylan Lewis, I'm Sean O'Reilly. Thanks for listening, and Fool on! Fool on!